Well, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am so excited that you guys have decided to tune in to listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> well, once again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Movie Bugle Podcast. You can check me out on my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle, and you can also check me out on my Twitter page at the Movie Bugle as well. The Movie Bugle is available all over the internet, wherever you can listen to different podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google, I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. So thank you for tuning in and let's get started to another episode. So what have you guys been watching? This this is going to be a casual episode. I don't really have one thing to talk about. This is, you know, I haven't really done this in a while where I just talk about like different news or things that are coming out so this is like a special edition you know news article type thing what i did pretty much over the past week is i just picked out random topics and you know news updates or anything that's coming that interests me and i said hmm i'm gonna talk about that so i have a couple of topics for you guys we're just gonna go down the list really quick this not spoilers or anything like that just some things you guys may not know about just some headline things that's coming out some things like like i said that interest me so definitely want to jump into it so first things first um first topic i have four topics i'm going to go over with you guys and um first topic disney and pixar released the first official teaser for the upcoming lightyear movie scheduled to be released summer 2020 so if you didn't watch i want to say it was last december um of 2020 disney did like a disney investors day they have like these investors calls not investors investors calls <laughs> i want to say like once a quarter and they're usually not open to the public they're usually like hey they get the investors on the phone and say hey this is something that we're working on this is why you should keep investing into our company right well last year they sort of did like their own version of like it doesn't really i don't want to say it was like comic-con but it was really like an investor's day thing but they opened it up to the public and they announced a whole bunch of stuff one of the things they announced is you know some upcoming pixar movies and stuff like that and pixar tv shows that's coming to Disney Plus. They really focused a lot on Disney Plus because you know they want to push that because we were in the thick of the pandemic. But they released that they're going to be doing like this Buzz Lightyear movie called Lightyear, and it's not based on the toy Buzz Lightyear, which is who is voiced by Tim Allen. Is actually based on the not based based on the character that that toy is made from. So. I don't know if he's supposed to be an actual like astronaut or a movie star or whatever the case may be um, that that toy is based off of. So they're making a movie. Um, like I said, it's not based on the, the, the toy from Toy Story. It's based on who that toy is supposed to represent. So it's like a different way of keeping the franchise alive, but also, you know, taking it to a different way the the light year is going to be actually voiced by chris evans aka captain america so you know he's not leaving at disney money anytime soon <laughs> um but you know i'm excited for this one because i i love the first toy story i don't remember the second one too too much and then i remember the third one obviously the fourth one you know i it's a good movie but i didn't like it because of some developments that happened in the movie the uh the animation in the movie is beautiful there's some parts that looks that actually looks like really really real you know 
Um, I wasn't a really big fan of Forky. Forky actually got on my nerves. I'm sorry, Forky. But, you know, it's, you know, Toy Story is Disney and Pixar's bread and butter. It was the first actual animation movie released from Pixar. So I definitely understand that piece of it. But like I said, they released the first trailer for it and it looks really cool. It looks really good. Um, you don't really hear Chris Evans um, voice that much. I think he says like one thing in it. Um, I think they say like a two infinity and he goes and and it cuts to black. So it was like it was definitely a teaser, but super excited about that. You know, Pixar is it usually never misses when it comes to the feel. So I'm kind of curious to see how this is going to be like gut wrenching, how it's going to pull on my emotions. Pixar has um, been called out for being, you know, for manipulating, manipulating, I cannot speak today. I'm so sorry. But Pixar has been has been called out for manipulating people's emotions. Um, I can see that to some point. Like one of the things that I would say, um, the movie Up, you know, the famous, you know, in you know, I would say first five minutes of Up, is probably one of the most saddest things that Pixar has ever put out. You know, Mr. Carl Fredrickson and his wife and them growing old together, you know, how can you not watch that and cry, right? Um, but it was definitely one of those things where it's like, y'all don't have to go that hard. Like, y'all, they, they went really, really hard. They know how to do certain things to get people, you know, crying. And I definitely feel like if it's worth it, then obviously go for it. Like, Coco, you know, the progression of that movie, by the time you get to the ending when you're crying, it's legit tears and it's for real. Don't make me cry for no reason if it's not meant to be there. So, anyways, I'm excited for Lightyear. It's coming out summer 2022. Um, I don't know if they give a official date yet but uh i would be able to look out for that and i'm pretty sure i'm going to post more once i see more things about it so i think i posted a teaser poster on my instagram page so you can go over there and check that out as well so topic number two james wan who's the director of aquaman and the upcoming aquaman 2 and the lost and the lost kingdom wrote um on instagram underneath the comment that he was working on a secret spinoff called the trench and this was apparently supposed to be a Black Manta spinoff. So if you've seen the first Aquaman movie, Black Manta is one of the villains, I guess, in the movie, who is played by Yahya Abdul-Mateen. Um, if you know his character, he was, you know, I don't want to spoil it if you've never seen Watchmen, but he was in Watchmen. He was also in the, the movie Candyman that just came out this year as well. You know, really talented actor, you know, love his work. Um, I think he was also in um, Us. He was in the beginning. But anyways, he is Black Manta in Aquaman. He's coming back to reprise his role in Aquaman 2. And apparently they were working on a movie called The Trench, which was supposed to be like a Black Manta spinoff like movie. So James Wan is known for his horror genre. Um, I can't even think of some of the movies that he's done off the top of my head, but um, his track record is horror. So when they when they brought him on board to do Aquaman, you know, it was kind of like, hmm, James Wan, okay. But he definitely delivered in the visuals. He delivered on some of the more like scarier elements in it because you know, in the, in the sea, there's some like dark parts and stuff like that. So. I can uh, definitely give him his kudos for that. And I have often said that Aquaman has um, walked so that Little Mermaid can run. <laughs> so I feel like one of these movies had to be made so that way the other one can be made as well. And they definitely pulled off 
the ability to live underneath the water and it looks real and it looks nice but anyways getting back to black manta and the trench i actually would have loved to seen that um i remember one of the things when i was watching aquaman is i first of all i love the fact that they had like a predominantly you know black character in there in black in, in black manta um but i wish i would have got more from his story you saw a little bit in the beginning you saw him sort of put his suit together and you saw one major fight and I don't know if he showed up again at the end. I, I have to go back and watch it, but I wish I would have got more from it, right? So I think that having a spinoff show, especially in the horror genre, I feel like uh, directed by James, um, James Wan would have been amazing. Like I said, um, he did confirm this underneath the Instagram post that he had made about the Black Manta helmet. He was talking about, you know, you know, uh, Aquaman 2 coming out and if someone has said something and then he was like, funny enough, I was actually doing da 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 But my question is, why did it get canceled? You know, like, I think that Warner Brothers, they really have to figure out their stuff over there. Like, they have movies that really hit right like they have like the first wonder woman movie that came out the second one wonder woman 1984 was divisive amongst fans um not really going to go into that but you know you have other movies like joker that just came out a few years ago uh with joaquin phoenix in it movies that hit right but then you also have movies like the first suicide squad movie that came out or you know batman versus superman um you know that really is a divisive you know and then you also have like the harley quinn movie uh you have other movies that have come out that is not pretty much loved by the overall fandom and i think that they need a, they need a Kevin Feige type producer over at Warner Brothers to oversee all the DC movies. They don't all have to connect. Um, I know that they're trying to do something different from Marvel. You know, Marvel is telling one giant story just in all these different movies and TV shows. And that's perfectly fine. And it's working for them. And it has been working for them. And I know DC wants to do their own thing. They can have Elseworlds type of stories. If you don't know what Elseworld means, pretty much it's like a story that's over here, like the upcoming um, Matt Reeves Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. That's not gonna be an Elseworld thing. It's not really connected to anything. You're not gonna see Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. You're not gonna see Ezra Miller's The Flash in there. It's his own thing in its own separate universe. And they said that, hey, all these different superheroes, they live on different universes and worlds and stuff like that, which is true and accurate to the comics because the comics is really good at you know having different variations of the characters and different you know stories here over there batman has died and come back to life and superman has died and come back to life and all these different things and it's, it's a great way to like keep telling these stories and stuff so i can see that but i do feel like they need like a one person overseeing all these different projects because i think that um a black manta the trench movie would have been amazing um i think that genre movies are really really cool and it's a really cool way to bring the superhero like genre into like another one and it would have blended it could have came out during halloween or it could have came out during you know um black history month you know it was i, I don't know i think it would have been really really cool they could have marketed the black audience you know got them into aquaman you know i i think that it could have worked in so many different ways so i do not know why it got canceled like come on y'all y'all need to get it together <laughs> so 
I don't know. Let me know. Would y'all have loved to see a Black Manta spinoff movie? Did you guys see the first um, Aquaman movie? Are you guys excited to see Aquaman 2? You know, Black Manta's going to show up again. His suit looks, you know, pretty cool. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. So topic number three. Topic number three. Sex in the City has a new TV show coming out um, called, and just like that, a new chapter of Sex in the City. And it's supposed to be premiering on HBO Max in this December. Now, this is kind of like left field. Um, I am a fan of the Sex and City um, uh, TV show. I've watched both movies, and I think it's a move. I think it's gonna be a TV show. I don't know if it's gonna be a movie. I, I but it's 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 funny. Um, no, no, Samantha is in the show. Kim Cattrall. Um, which is kind of interesting because there have been numerous interviews and reports that have come out about how, you know, Kim didn't really get along with the other castmates. Um, but Samantha is the heart of the show. She's the comedic relief. She is the one I feel like a lot of people can relate the most to. She actually gives the most sex in a show called Sex in the City. Um, you know, and she was very unapologetically herself. So it's going to be very interesting to have a show with the other three girls and not her now everyone else um i oh i can't even i know carrie bradshaw i know miranda and oh y'all gonna kill me and you know what it's all right i'm i can deal with it <laughs> um i can't think of the last one i'm so sorry i should probably look it up i'm gonna look it up real quick but anyways all other three girls are coming back and um they're all supposed to be in it they all have aged you know they're they're not young anymore so they're all supposed to be there and i think it's a tv show i did see they didn't have like a trailer trailer but um it was definitely giving me like behind the scenes type of tease and um i don't know like you know hbo max well i would say warner brothers just in general has a lot of different ips that they can lean on like you know they did that um friends special and i thought it was going to be like a movie or episode it was just some behind the scenes charlotte charlotte was her name charlotte <laughs> so yeah so you have uh carrie bradshaw you have samantha jones you have miranda and you have charlotte so carrie charlotte and miranda is all coming back but no samantha unfortunately she would not be a part of this show um actually really quick shout out to um willie garrison he played stanford he actually recently just passed away um so rest in peace to him um praying for his family and stuff like that i did see that on social media not too long ago so hopefully they you know they give him some type of tribute um he was a big character in the original show and also the uh the movies as well so rest in peace to mr willie garrison and uh, i'm praying for his family but I think it's going to be interesting. Um, well, like I said, going back to the whole Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers has a lot of IPs. You know, they have, you know, Harry Potter. They have, you know, the Sex and the City. They have Friends. They have, you know, a, the DC properties. They have a lot of, they have the Looney Tunes. Um, they have um, King Kong as well. You know, Mortal Kombat. They have, they have a lot of properties that they can lean on. And I would say out of, everyone else besides disney they probably have the most and 
I would I think that they're still not getting it as to how to get people to subscribe to like HBO Max. It is a little bit expensive. I think it's about 15 bucks a month. I get it through my cable provider, so um, it's already included in my bill. But if you were looking, you know, we live in a world of all these different streaming platforms and all the stuff like that. So how can you compete, right? Their content is very, um, um, it's, it's very good. They have a lot of different things on there. You know, Insecure is on there. You know, I'm a really big fan of that show. Shout out to Issa Rae for uh, last season of Insecure. Um, they have a lot of good stuff on HBO Max and HBO just in general. But like I said, they, they're finding um, trouble getting people to subscribe. So I definitely feel like this new Sex in the City thing is a way to get some of these people to subscribe, you know, to get that fan base back on here. I think I talked about it on an episode recently where we were just talking. Oh, it was the Halloween episode. So if you haven't listened to the Halloween episode, which I believe it came out last week. So definitely check that out. But we were just talking about how I feel like Hollywood is running out of ideas and they keep rebooting stuff and they keep bringing stuff back and everything like that. And I think that sometimes with good stories, as much as you want to see those characters continue, sometimes it's okay to let them, you know, go to rest. You know, we had the two Sex and the City movies. I think the first one was a little bit better than the second one. Um, I don't think they did too much after that. But I think that to not have all four girls come back, well, you know, excuse me, all four women to come back, it's, it's not going to be the same. And uh, the way I'm looking at it is it's definitely like a cash grab. They're trying to you know get people on there i don't know hopefully it's good it could be amazing there could be a legitimate reason why from a story standpoint why samantha is not in the show but it doesn't make any sense samantha literally moved from new york to california and was on the plane every other scene getting back over to new york to go be with her girls so it doesn't make any sense unless the characters had a falling out in the show and they address it you know, there needs to be a reason why they haven't brought her back. And otherwise, a lot of people is not going to be here for it. So I don't know. I'm still going to check it out. Like I said, I am a fan of the property. Um, I'm definitely curious. I know they said December. I don't know if they gave a date, but I will be on the lookout for it. And once I find out anything, I would definitely let you guys know. So my last topic, and this is sort of like, a, I'm going to say, this is sort of two topics in one because this wasn't in my well the second part wasn't in my original notes but i have to address it just because it's all a part of the same universe um is i want to talk about you know marvel we're going to get into some marvel's talk for a little bit and um basically dr strange 2 is doing some reshoots confirmed by benedict cumberbatch and it was supposed to start shooting this month in november and december now the movie was originally supposed to come out march 25th of 2022 but they actually just re-pushed all of the marvel movies back besides spider-man no way home back one release date so and i think i talked about it before but now dr strange is supposed to come out in in uh, may and then thor love and thunder is going to come out in july black panther wakanda forever is supposed to come out in, in november the marvels which is captain marvel 2 is not going to come out in 2023 and they pushed all the movies back by one release date the good thing is, I would say with, you know, pushing it back is Marvel has already claimed these release dates so they could just push all their stuff back. The bad thing is now we have to wait this much longer for some of the stuff to come out. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was moved to May 5th, 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was moved to July 28th, 2023 as well. So 
it's a lot now the word on the street is is that they are trying to add more easter eggs to the movie and they're also trying to tone down uh wanda's i guess her villainous side so i'm gonna pause really quick because i know that there's some people who listen to the podcast or people who just like enjoy movies and stuff who don't want to be spoiled as much so i'm gonna get into some like some rumors and i'm gonna get into some things that have been leaked and confirmed and stuff like that i'm not gonna dive too much into it but if you don't want to be spoiled with anything this will be a good time to pause off the show um, because I'm going to get into some things regarding Spider-Man. I'm also going to get into some things regarding, you know, Dr. Strange. So I'm giving you a chance right now. If you don't want to hear it, pause it. I'll see you next episode. But if you do want to listen, you know, I'm going to give you some minor spoiler tea, like whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't have an insider. I'm just, I, I research this stuff online and I watch a lot of people who are in the industry and they piece stuff together. So I have, you know, some stuff to tell as well. So I talked to you guys before about Wanda, WandaVision, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home and Doctor Strange was supposed to be all one continuous story for Wanda's character, right? Um, this next phase of Marvel, we're going into the multiverse. You know, the first I would say saga that they said the first 10 year was the infinity saga. They focused a lot on, you know, the infinity stones and then Thanos was the major threat at the end and all stuff like that and blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, I feel like the next phase is a uh, multiverse. And the reason why is, well, not only because we do, they already have confirmed and we already have one trailer for Spider-Man coming out and, you know, they sort of talked about multiverse and we see like different villains from different, you know, Spider-Man movies coming in there and stuff like that. Doctor Strange is not going to be any different. Doctor Strange is literally called Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. So from some of the rumors and stuff like that that are out there is spider-man is the spider the character spider-man is owned by sony still owned by sony you know before marvel became uh, the entity that it is now it was just doing comic books and it was on the brink of bankruptcy from what i what i've read or from my understanding stuff like that back in the day so they licensed out all their characters to all these different you know studios so they can make these movies that's why we got x-men from fox we got spider-man from sony we got fantastic four from fox and ghost rider and all the stuff like that right well when the first iron man came back together that's when we had okay let's try to do this thing on our own and then in 2009 disney bought you know so um uh, not, not sony disney bought marvel and all the characters that that weren't licensed out to other properties at that point right and then um i want to say it was either 2018 i think is when disney officially bought fox and so with that you now have they now have the rights to like x-men and fantastic four you know and stuff like that right so but they don't have access to so they don't have access to spider-man sony still owns that character and going back to my conversation about franchises spider-man is sony's one of their sony's biggest franchises so they're not going to just easily give rid of that but back when um 
uh, Captain America and Civil War came out, there was an agreement between Sony and uh, Disney to allow Disney Marvel to use the Spider-Man characters for, I think, five movies. So far, you have Spider-Man Homecoming, you have Spider-Man Far From Home, you have Infinity War, you have Endgame, and you have Civil War. So I don't know if this is a new contract. I don't know if this is something else. This is an extended of that contract. But now we have Spider-Man No Way Home, and this is supposed to be a big conglomerate in-game type level because we're having all these different variations of characters coming in and all the stuff like that and i've talked about it on other episodes with dr strange dr strange is going to do the same thing with the x-men characters so they're going to find they're going to be bringing back some of the characters i don't know which ones i don't know which iterations but I strongly believe, and from all the different things that I've read, that they're going to be bringing in some X-Men characters into the Marvel Universe for this particular story. Now, why is that, right? Um, the multiverse wasn't open in WandaVision, but the, if you watched the Loki TV show that came out you know, this past summer, you saw the developments of that show. We got to meet a, a variant of King the Conqueror. His name was he, he Who Remains, played by Jonathan Majors, who's also going to be playing King the Conqueror in the Ant-Man and the Quantumanium, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium in 2023 now. So he talked about the multiverse and talked about all this type of stuff. So I think that Loki was sort of slid in there as well as to breaking open the multiverse type thing. But now we have Spider-Man, you know, with the spell, and then we have Doctor Strange. Wanda at the end of WandaVision, you know, she has, you know, the Darkhold book. And, you know, if you've seen the events of WandaVision, she's trying to read this book, learn the spells. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, I want you to go back and watch. I'm not going to spoil everything. But at the very, very end, she hears familiar voices. Those voices is, I believe, she's going to be trying to look for them. She's going to be searching through the multiverse and she's going to get all this power. In the comics, Wanda goes off. Like, there's a comic line where she, like, kills, like, 97% of all the mutants, you know? And I think and that's the House of M storyline that WandaVision sort of adapted. And they twisted it, obviously, to fit to the story of the MCU. But in the comics, she kills, like, you know, almost all the mutants and creates an alternate reality. And that's how you get her children, all the stuff like that. I believe that Wanda is going to be looking, you know, for certain things and she's going to appear in Spider-Man that's already been confirmed. They haven't really talked about it yet because there's already a whole bunch of other stuff surrounding it, but she's going to make an appearance at some point in the Spider-Man movie that hopefully comes out this year, whether it's in the movie or in a post credit scene, but she is a main character in Doctor Strange 2. So rumor has it that she was going full villain like i don't know if she killed some characters like she went all the way there when they originally announced dr strange in the multiverse of madness it was supposed to be a horror genre so i think it's gonna be obviously more serious to it i think they're gonna tone it down a little bit because it is still disney but um they i think they're also going to tone down wanda there's i think that she's going to have a redeeming quality of her at the end maybe she originally was supposed to die but then like nah let's keep her alive i don't know what's going to happen um but that's part of the reason why they're going back to do some reshoots another reason why is because they want to add some more characters in it so if they're going to bring back some of these x-men characters you know like hugh jackman as wolverine 
um, they can bring back, you know, Professor Xavier, but we don't know which one. They can bring back all these different ones. And there's also supposed to be other characters that's supposed to be introduced in this movie as well, as well as to continuing the story of Doctor Strange. So it's a lot. We're about to get two major in-game type movies back to back between Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. And I think that they want to make sure it's done right and they want to make sure it's handled right and with that many characters you want to make sure it's done well one of the things that was done really well by the russo brothers who directed both infinity war and endgame and they also did you know captain america winter soldier and also civil war is they know how to handle a lot of characters sam raimi is actually directing you know doctor strange in the multiverse of madness he directed the original spider-man trilogy and one of the biggest complaints from the third spider-man movie was there was too many villains there was too many characters in it he didn't know how to handle all of those characters um i remember reading an article that he talked about how his overall arc for the movie was supposed to be sandman was supposed to be hobgoblin with um um I, I I can't why don't why can't I think of Harry? Yeah, with Harry, you know, Harry, you know, his father died in the first one and he was beefing with Spider-Man. If he was beefing at the wedding, should have stayed beefing at the wedding. Let me stop. <laughs> but he was beefing with Spider-Man in the second one, and then he officially took on the mantle that his father had left behind for him of becoming the second Green Goblin. In the third one of him and Peter fight throughout the movie and stuff like that. But the studio was like, throw um Venom in there as well. He was like, I don't know Venom. So to the fans you know we got a really bad interpretation of venom venom is a popular character within the spider-man universe i would say venom is to spider-man just like joker is to batman you know like so they i don't want to say they completely butchered it but pretty much they they messed that character up very very badly so it's been some time since that movie came out in 2007 and he also is not working on it by himself he has the help of kevin feige and all these other people now and i'm pretty sure he didn't write the, the strip the, the script all by himself so there's there's a lot of things that can go right but from test screenings that they've done you know because they'll they'll do these test screenings to see hey what do we need to change and stuff like that i guess feedback was hey y'all need to change this y'all need to change that like whatever so they're doing extensive reshoots and because of them pushing it back it gives them more time to get those things done visual effects takes a while and um so yeah that's supposed to be coming out in may I'm kind of nervous because I'm hearing similar things about Spider-Man that they need to do. They need more time to fix the visual effects. And so I believe there's a possibility that Spider-Man get, may get moved. I don't want it to get moved, but if it does, um, it could get moved to like March. It could take over the spot where um, Dr. Strange was supposed to come out, which leads me into this other part that I wasn't really gonna, it wasn't in my notes, but I have to bring it up. So, you know, the Eternals is coming out this week and I already have my take and I'm really excited to see it, but the Eternals right now have the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score. And I think it's, it's flirting between 59% and 60. And I usually don't lean on Rotten Tomatoes scores because I like to form my own opinion and stuff, but I find it very interesting that it has this low score. I have read a lot of the complaints from the movie, so I'm curious to see what I'm gonna be thinking about it as well. I'm gonna do an actual breakdown of the movie and give my overall thoughts on next week's episode, so I'm not gonna get into it, but I just bring that up because I do think that Marvel and Sony is looking at how Eternals is gonna do at the box office 
because despite you know the low rotten tomato score and the negative reviews that's coming out they're still trying to push this movie out there they're trying to get people to go out there and see it all you see is positive stuff from marvel they're not really addressing anything on the negative side but if eternals bombs you know i can see them wanting to move it you know go let's go look at spider-man again and make sure everything with this movie is okay also from sony's side sony has a movie coming out this month called you know ghostbusters afterlife and if that movie doesn't do so well they're gonna want to go look at spider-man and be like hey do we need to push this movie back the only thing that i can really see that's a negative other than the fact that i don't want to wait that much longer to see spider-man is um you can't properly advertise dr strange because dr strange is going to be a direct sequel to spider-man you can't advertise dr strange until we've seen spider-man so if spider-man doesn't come out until march you can't show anything from dr strange until spider-man is done and you know we have other stuff coming out like morbius is supposed to be coming out i think in february and you know it's supposed to be its own thing but morbius is a villain of spider-man and now that they're trying to tie everything together just like how they did with venom you know, spoiler alert i think that morbius could also show up some type of way so i don't know i don't know um i'm just very curious to see what's going to happen but like i said dr strange is going to come out in may 2022 i'm super excited about that i'm going to be going seeing it at the chinese theater on opening night i cannot wait i hope everything is amazing i hope that we literally just burst with enthusiasm and excitement in our in our seats this will probably be theaters only that's another reason why they they want these movies to be theaters only they want to make their money back so putting it on streaming is not going to be ideal they're going to want this movie to come out in theaters and they're going to want to fill the theaters up so i'm definitely gonna keep my ear to the ground if i hear anything new from both spider-man and also from dr strange i would definitely let you guys know and uh there you guys have it those are my topics and uh, i'm gonna try to do this at least once a month i'm gonna pull some topics and just talk about it because this i also want to be a news outlet as well and i also want people to come to me and be like hey have you heard about this and i'm always looking into stuff i usually know stuff when it happens i just don't really talk about it as much if there's anything major happening i'll post about it obviously on my twitter or my instagram but i i want to do this i want to do more news you know topics as well as you know the discussions and all the stuff like that so thank you guys for chilling with me and uh, please be sure to check out the movie bugle on my instagram page at the movie bugle you can also check me out on my twitter page at the movie bugle and until next time i'll talk to you guys later Bye bye